Welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show, where you learn the stories and systems that have turned hardworking, self-employed business owners like yourself into highly successful, leisurely entrepreneurs. This show is dedicated to those who went into business for themselves because they had an idea or suggestion that ignited their passions to do more, to do it better, and to solve a problem in our community. Whether your business started in a basement, a garage, or at a kitchen table, this episode will bring to you a system, a tip, or an entrepreneur that has been where you are and can guide you to living the fulfilling life you desire for yourself. Here's your host and serial solopreneur, Janine Bolin. Welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show. This is Janine Bolin, and today I have with me a wonderful woman by the name of Trey Urbane. And one of the things that's really cool about this particular solopreneur is that she left home at the age of 15. She definitely went through the school of hard knocks. She was a single young mother with three children by the age of 20 and dealing with the never-ending hunger for information when she went through jobs like locusts in a cornfield. I absolutely love that metaphor. After many successes in life and acquiring 10 properties in different states, day trading stocks, maintaining a network analyst position, and sitting on several committees and boards, almost all of it was washed away in a single swoop. After rebuilding a new empire, Trey now is a life coach, motivational speaker, and self-actualizing person. She travels the globe teaching, speaking, and being a divine conduit. Living her best life, she loves working with people to obtain their dreams and bring knowledge and inspiration to the forefront of their knowledge base. Thank you so much for being with us today, Trey. Thank you so much for having me, Janine. So yeah, let's start off uh, right at the very beginning. So you left home at 15, went through the school of hard knocks, ended up becoming an entrepreneur of all things. What are you, possessed? No. <laughs> it's just a lot of solopreneurs feel like we're crazy people because we go into this high-risk high uncertainty life with our businesses. And it's always fun to hear that story. So what made you decide, hey, I need to start my own company. That's what I need to do. I was very blessed to be born into a family, first off, filled with people who had their own businesses, not only the men who did mostly construction, carpentry, tile work, you know, all that uh, interior and exterior stuff. But in addition, we had strong women who did everything from uh, astrology charts to uh, Mary Kay, you know, and everything in between. And what I knew always was that I could always do whatever I wanted. So when I left home and started off on my own adventures, I realized I did things based on other people's information about what was fun or what was exciting for them. And then when I went to do it, I was like, well, this isn't so fun for me. I don't know why you like that. Or, you know. And then I kept going through one thing after another. And I, I am an organized freak. So I organized, conquered, and I left in almost every position. The people told me, well, it took two or three people to do what you did. So, you know, if, in case you don't realize that you were missed, you were. And, and I realized that I had this unique talent to see where things belong 
organically so that it runs the smoothest that it can be in in all aspects and and it's so funny so i i decided get this so i when i was going to call school in ninth grade we did all those csap tests right all the testing and my test came back 12 point whatever 13 point whatever and i asked the teacher what does that even mean you know, and this was three months into my ninth grade year in high school. And they explained to me that I was testing out in college level, um, you know, in all of this testing that they did the CSAP or whatever it was called. And so I'm like, well, shoot, I don't need high school. I'm, I'm already past you guys. So, you know, I left, I quit, I quit school. I started my life. I um, had a baby. I, I start and I just started working. I had been working since I was 11 at the ski resorts um, in the back kitchen, because, you know, when we were young, you could get a job at almost any age. There wasn't as many, you know, uh, restrictions as there are now. And uh, so I, I was used to working and my father always taught us, you know, you got to earn your keep. Basically, if you want stuff, you need to make money to get that stuff because because I'm not just going to buy you stuff. So I was uh, one of four children who were all taught this. So we were all out. And then we're witnessing our uncles, aunts, you know, my mother, my father, striving in all these different ways and, and really learned how to be go-getters because what they all did was they hustled. This is prior to social media. This is prior to all of these lovely little venues where you could just throw up your little post and, you know, Craigslist or whatever. So we learned how to be great conversationalists, how to fill into what people's real need was, what they weren't saying, and say, well, this is, I think, what you're really asking for. So I went from that to into the, into the state because everyone said, Tracy, how are you ever going to retire doing what you're doing? Just going from job to job, getting information and quitting. <laughs> I was like, once I realized I didn't like it or it wasn't fun anymore, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm quitting. So I'm going to quit. And, and I don't care because I realized that I was speaking into existence that which I wanted even back then, because in my anger or frustration, I said, I'm quitting this job. I don't care. I'm going to get another job tomorrow, you know, in, in all of that power. And, and I usually always did. And I didn't care because that's what life showed me is, is I got validated that which I spoke. And so I'm like, la, 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 la. And so people are like, well, Tracy, you can't just keep paying rent. And I keep listening to all these people. And I was like, oh, well, then I better figure out how to buy a house. Okay, so here I am, a single mom, three kids. At that time, I think I was making a bit more than minimum wage. But I'm like, nope, I could do this. I know how to save money, get what I want. Great credit. My father was a great um, instructor of how to maintain good credit and the importance of paying your bills on time it's or, or and if you can't pay them on time then find a way out or you have choices don't choose to just sink with the ship you know and I was fortunate because I realized not everybody gets great advice from their parents in some areas trust me that was the 
great part because there was not a lot of other places where there was great advice from my parents. So I appreciated that wisdom and knowing that I could always do the next thing that there would, I could always do something else. And, and I would eventually find a home. So that's when I landed in the state after I said, so I kept thinking, where can I change my job every 12 to 18 months within a single organization without losing my like seniority or my tenure? So I, I know I'll work for the state because it's so huge. And people are like, you could transfer to all these different departments. You would have so much flexibility compared to what you're doing. So I said, okay. And I took a a serious pay cut and I said, I'm going to start off in the mailroom. And I literally started off as a mailroom clerk distributing reports to all of the managers Guess where the perfect position for a great social, social, loving communication, a go-getter needs to be where you can meet all the managers. So, so you, yeah, you were able to then get a position where you were tying into your perfect job. You were tying into, I love being able to get to know new people and chat away with them. So tell us a little bit about how you go from being an employee of the state so that you keep that excitement of every 18 months, you can transfer and do stuff. How, how did you end up being an entrepreneur? How did that happen? Because that was the, another hard knock. It was, it was so fun because from the mailroom, within months, I was fortunate that three different managers in three different sections, and I worked for the Department of Revenue at that time and maintained a job there for over 12 years. So the three, I had a choice of whatever section I really wanted to be in because they all said, we'll create a position for you, Tracy. Just, you know, if, if you're willing, we'll do it. So then I ended up going, I know I love IT technology because it moves fast like me and it's always burning itself out and it's always needing something new. So I started out in the IT department and I eventually became a network analyst traveling around all of Colorado, uh, supporting all of the motor vehicle office, the driver's license offices, all of these huge entities from the wall all the way to the desk and everything in between. And, and uh, on my happy ride home one day to go to happy hour, my husband had picked me up and we were going to go meet my sisters. We got rear ended at a dead stop and it completely um, changed my life. Not only did it cause severe damage to my entire spinal cord, but I was told um, from, uh, it, it caused a disc to bulge within hours and I was completely paralyzed. So after my job had found out, by this time I had been with the state for over 17 years. And uh, after six months, they let me go. And even though I could have been on the help desk, I could have done all these other things, they freed up my future. And I said, thank you. After I got done crying, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because after you get done with the first blow of, oh my gosh, I've lost my job. And then you go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, first first you got to cry it out. But then after that, you're like, well, wait a minute. Let me let me look at where, where I am and what I can do moving forward. So what did you decide to do at that point? Exactly. So I gathered all of my knowledge and I said, okay, Tracy, what do you want to do? Okay, because this is what you can do. This is what you can do. This is what you can do from all these different arenas. And then I really started to say, what do you like to do the most? And this was before I really understood that the more I get excited about what I, what I want to do, that the, the better the quality of opportunities that will come my way. So at this point, I'm just like, well, this is the, le- the one that's going to cause me the least amount of pain. <laughs> so, but it's, it's where I have my background and my skills. So from that point, I said, you know, I started speaking into existence. I am so grateful to get paid to do all the things I want to do. And I get paid to go all the places I want to go. And by uh, trade, I know how to work computers really well and, and cameras. So I ended up recording some of my favorite speakers and teachers. And I got a twofold. So not only did I get to be in the class and learn all of the things that now excited me in this whole new way, but I got paid to be there. And then one thing led to another. And the more I identified and got clear about what made me excited and what I really liked and what my unique path was and not trying to fit in to all of these big balls that people keep throwing you of being a real investor, real estate investor, be this or be, you know, be a day trader. You can do this because until you figure out what you want, then to me, I feel like I wasted a lot of years figuring out that I didn't like things. And, and if, if I could tell my younger self something, I would tell going back to the question I probably didn't answer the first time was, I would tell my younger self to to love your uniqueness and and to stop trying to fit in to all of these places because you feel left out, but instead to to find find your like your your unique freak family. <laughs> Right, like they call it, yeah, your unique freak family. Uh, and some people call it your, you know, finding your tribe and all that. But really, that's what it's all about. As a entrepreneur, you know, you've heard me talk about this is if you really want to thrive as a business person, you really have to sit down and decide what is the lifestyle that you want. And then you have to fit your business into those cracks. It's yes. not the other way around. A lot of people go the exact opposite direction, which is what you were sharing. You were sharing about, yeah, I, you know, and I was there for a period of time as well. But when I had uh, my episode that was my life-changing event where I'm like, you know, enough of this noise. I am doing it my way. And when I put my foot down and said, all right, I am living life this way and it's going to look X, Y, Z way. And then the universe, I said to the universe, now figure out how I'm going to make money doing this because I want to help people and this is the way I want to help them. And this is what I have to offer. And so definitely becoming that kind of pig-headed or tenacious as I prefer to call it. <laughs> um, you know, when you become that tenacious about something, talk to us a little bit about how things turned the corner for you at that point. Uh, share with us that excitement because not everybody has felt what you have felt. So share with us a little bit about that. Yes. And I love your words, Janine, because 
I love that visualization of, of fitting in the cracks because it's all a perception. And before I used to perceive that I was falling through the cracks and everyone, you know what I mean? And that, but I didn't realize that spirit or great divine creator source was doing its best to help me find my, my little crack that is so uniquely and beautifully mine that no one else could fit into it. And when we start really allowing ourselves to be the happiest we could be and go after that, which excites us the most, it's amazing the new doors that start opening. But first and foremost, you have to be willing to let go of the rest and let go of the perception of, well, this is the only way I could get money and, and let go of the idea of how a lot of us were trained that there's only certain ways to achieve what you wanted. And so for me, I was gifted and blessed that I, but I'm, I'm a go-getter. So it's like, I, I went and I got the information myself to, to, maintain the positions that I did and get into the positions I did. And not everybody has that kind of drive to do it without the education or doesn't have that kind of uh, structure within themselves to do that. So, so then you have to find what works for you. Some people work better online and now we have all these online education options. There's, there's support groups, there's meetup groups. There are countless ways to start finding your niche. And the beautiful thing is, is that what you do uniquely, no one else will do in that way, in that exact harmonious vibe that attracts the people who are waiting for you to get clear about your unique awesomeness so that you can start getting the baby steps and building the foundation to do that. And one of my best, best advice for people who are starting off is get, because you know, we all want to go legit and get a business name right away. And we want to submit paperwork and do this, that, and the other. And if you feel so called to do that, just name it your name because you can always do business as something else while you discover what is going to fit under the umbrella of you. But uniquely, your your name is is yours forever. So then you save the money of having to keep changing it and changing your bank accounts and changing. Because trust me, I did it. I did things. That- yeah, I was about ready to say, it sounds like a personal experience here of just use your name. And because really, when it comes to your business name, most people don't care. They don't care what your business name is. It doesn't define what it is you're doing. It doesn't define your brand. It doesn't define you. So, but you, your name, like you said, uh, is is very appropriate for that. So, any last thoughts you care to give our people before we step out of here? Anything you care to share that are like some top tips on working your own business? First and foremost is find the people who are exampling that which you seek. And once you start, then you could start creating or getting your ducks in a row per se, or, or having, it's like finding the star to follow. And, and then once you see somebody who is exampling something that excites, you know, 
that you can do whatever you want, however you want. It doesn't matter. There is a way to work around physical limitations these days. There's ways to fill in the educational gaps these ways. Trust that your best life is waiting for you to just start asking for it and giving thanks for it. And build structure within yourself next. It, the most important thing is, is your time with yourself. And if you're not investing in yourself during those times, the reflection of that will show in your exterior world. And when you're wondering why things aren't exactly why, you can ask yourself, how much time did you spend blah, blah, blahing on Facebook? How much time did you spend in social media? And how much time did you spend on your own self, marketing your own self? How much time did you spend contacting people or, or listening to videos that are, are actually feeding you, feeding you the information you want in the way you want it. That is key, key. And then, you know, just be happy. Lean into whatever excites you. Lean in to whatever excites you. That's the advice that we're being given. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you being with us today, Trey Urbane. It's wonderful to see you. So grateful, Janine. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And this is Janine Boland with The Thriving Solopreneur. Remember to keep your feet firmly on the ground as you reach for those dreams in the stars. Have a great day. This is Janine Boland with The Thriving Solopreneur. Thank you for listening to The Thriving Solopreneur Show. We hope you found this episode helpful and uplifting. Be sure to visit us at janinebolin.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a library of videos, books, and podcast programs to guide you to the future you envision for yourself. We also ask that you visit our sponsor, the8gates.com, for the books and online courses that share with you the debt-free living lifestyle that allows business owners like yourself to flourish. Have a great day and see you next time.